Oh my God, hi, I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture, because it could potentially be the kind that bums us out the least, although we're really putting it to the test lately, aren't we? Back in the before times, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against one another in a pop culture battle royale, but now, and still, teaming up with another person who's not in your you know, general quarantine pod is possibly lethal. It's definitely more frowned upon than Jimmy Kimmel just lying on the stage during Quinta Brunson's <laughs> Emmy speech. The fuck was that? So for now, it is one comic against another. And to win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, maybe the great comebacks that they've been saving in a special part of their brain to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus. That'll automatically give their opinion on, don't worry, darling, more weight than a civilian's. You're listening to Troubled Waters. Right. And our first contestant is a comedian whose debut album, Dog Show, is coming out on October 7th. It's Suba Agarwal. Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Congratulations on the upcoming album. How do you feel? Thank you. Uh, I'm very excited. Uh, Can't wait for it to come out. Uh, Nervous. I waited a very long time to put out an album. So it would be funny if it really sucked, but I think it's good. Everybody should order it. Oh, man. <laughs> They're like, go out and promote your album. I'm like, I hate myself, so good luck. I'm the worst brand <laughs> <man> ambassador. <laughs> but that makes you a good comedian. I don't want a comedian with a healthy self-esteem. How boring. Right? <laughs> yeah. How do you feel? Like you're in that sort of, you know, limbo land where it's like it's finished, but it's not out yet. I know. Um, I'm just excited. I'm like relieved because like recording it, like the hour being, you know, because you I mean, I only had two shows to get all the material out properly, which I could do. But in your head, you're like, oh, God, I'm going to mess this up and then I'm screwed. I'm going to have to like spend extra money or record the audio myself in some chuckle hut or whatever. If I can't get this right, like (laughs) just all the panic. (laughs) Of course. But it's done. I'm looking forward to it. Ah, uh, thank you. Dog show, October 7th. <laughs> uh, our second contestant is a comedian. He co-hosts the, and I'm going to, I think this is how it is pronounced. I have not heard it said out loud, but I'm going to give it a whirl. Fuckery? Mm-hmm. Yep. The Fuckery Podcast with <laughs> Leslie Jones. It's Lenny Marcus. Hello, Lenny. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, helping me here. promote that podcast. Uh, Welcome to our city. You are uh, not uh, generally a Los Angeles person, correct? Very much not a Los Angeles person. But, you know, Mm -hmm. once in a while, I got to come out here for business. And this is Uh it. Uh Uh-huh. How do you you find the adjustment? Oh, I hated you. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Any any top line reasons you'd like to share and talk through? Uh, Well, you know, the the fakeness of it, you know. uh, Sure. The driving everywhere. I can't walk driving anywhere. I'm stuck. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, the weather's nice. I, you know, I would, I say that, but when I landed, there was a, I don't know, a tropical storm. So it, that went out right. the window. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so anytime I can leave, Dave, I'm good to go. <laughs> okay. I understand. 
Uh, Lenny, welcome uh, to Los Angeles. We're so happy to have you here. And as you know, uh, I don't mean that at all. Uh, okay, so now that you have met our players, it is time to see who has the better grasp of what really matters this week, pop culturally speaking. So players, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or tragically overlooked story, person, event, whatever, of the last week or two. Suba, we'll start with you. Yeah, so uh, Taco Bell's Mexican pizza is coming back on September 15th. And Stop it right now. Yeah, it's it's hugely important, specifically to the Indian American community. I didn't realize now, why is that. Yeah, see, I didn't even know it was an Indian thing until I saw a bunch of Indian folks on Twitter coming out and being like, this is what our parents fed us. Because Taco Bell doesn't have a whole lot of vegetarian options. So like the Mexican pizza was like a special treat. And yeah. I didn't and I've genuinely been waiting for it to come back. And I didn't even know it was coming back September 15th. It feels like one of those army videos where like the dad is coming back to visit, but he's hiding out. And now he's surprising yeah. me at a baseball game like that's the <laughs> level of joy. I have wow. for this Mexican pizza. I am so excited. So talk me through it. I've never had it. What is it? Okay, because here's the thing. I haven't had a Mexican pizza since the 90s. So I'm also terrified it's going to be god awful. You know what I okay. mean? When you like remember a childhood food and you're like, oh my God, this is the best thing in the world. And then you bite into it again and you're like, oh, kids are stupid. Oh. So yeah. Yeah. I am a little bit worried that it's going to suck. But it was like... It was just like a crunchy tortilla and then like beans, salsa, cheese, like all the goodness. And I just remember it being absolutely magical. <laughs> okay. So so it's it's just stuff on a tortilla. Hard, mm. soft? Hard. Hard. You got to get that crisp, wow. man. And you can't you get, get a crispy crisp. pizza crust in LA. So this is huge. You really can't. That's absolutely right. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, where we do have thin and crispy uh crust pizza. We have controversial pizza. If it's Why? the first pizza you've ever had, as it was in my case, then you love it. If you've had any other kind of pizza in the world, <laughs> including Taco Bell's Mexican pizza, and you have St. Louis pizza, you vomit and complain about it for the entire rest of your life. But it's like, it's very thin crust pizza. It's essentially like a, like a saltine cracker, basically, with <laughs> um, with all the regular toppings, but the cheese is called Provel, and it's like a, uh, it's like provolone cheese, and Velveeta had a baby, and it's Provel. Oh my God. And it like, <laughs> yeah, it's it is like I can acknowledge that it's absolutely revolting. But I love it so much, and it's like part of the reason that I get excited to go home. Anyway. Uh, but I'll give this Mexican pizza a whirl. Why the hell not? Thank you for that Mexican pizza, uh, Lenny. How about you? What you got? All right, I saw the story last night, and Dave, you're gonna have to verify. Uh, maybe you guys can help me out with this one. But I read mm. that the board on Wheel of Fortune has changed. They changed like, you know, where they flip the letters, the whatever aesthetic they had before has now changed up and people are, are absolutely losing their mind. They hate it. So, I, wow. yes, can I buy a who gives a shit? But yeah, I have right. no idea why, why people get so upset about the, where the letters turn. Okay, so wait, so it's... It's the Wheel of Fortune wheel? No, the board. You know, it, or the board. The, the board has mm. changed. Okay, how did it change? I, I think it, I, they just updated the gra updated it graphically, and I think there's a new, I don't know, I think they have like dollar signs on it. I don't know. You have to take a look at it. It's hard to explain. But you, it, up, they you updated know, this board, and now it's they've lost their mind. Oh, and, and, and according to producer Christian, there's a new font. Ah, ooh, here's here's yeah. the thing. 
here's the thing. Like <laughs> that's part of the nightly ritual is like having, you know, Wheel of Fortune on at 7.30. It is the, the ultimate and mindless entertainment. It transitions us seamlessly from day to night. And I didn't notice because that's, that is the level of attention that I pay <laughs> to Wheel of Fortune. Well, I'm going to have to look at a picture. But people do, and they lose their mind if something changes. You know. Oh, of course they do. Of yeah. course they do. It's sad. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, a few weeks ago, the puzzle was uh, another feather in your cap. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like among the three contestants, nobody. It was everything but like the C and the P in cap. So it was like another feather in your map, another what? feather on your lap. <laughs> Uh, nobody could fucking get it. And I really thought that I was having a complete breakdown in my own life, <laughs> uh, in front of Vanna White. How embarrassing. And Pat Sajak. All right. So those are your buzzing words. Keep them at the ready. Pizza and wheel. Pizza okay. versus wheel. Do Keep it. your buzzing words ready as we move forward. Let's get into it with a round we are calling Celluloid Cabinets. Cool Rophobiacs also known as People Afraid of Clowns, will be devastated to learn that a video game adaptation of the 80s called Classic Killer Clowns with a K from Outer Space, that movie title is 1K away from a hate group designation by the Southern Poverty Law Center, is coming to consoles next year. Uh, Movies based on video games get their fair share of mockeries. Uh, Games based on movies have been a stalwart of the industry ever since Atari filled a landfill with E.T. cartridges. Uh, These games are often rushed. They are almost always underdeveloped. They are 100% of the time cash grabs and tie-ins to some of the most well-known movies of a generation, and also some that you might find surprising. So this round is self-explanatory. We will ask you if a movie had a video game tie-in. If it did, you buzz in, tell us power up. If we made it up, buzz in, say power off. Power up. Or power off. Okay? So you buzz in with your buzz in word. Okay. Which again are pizza or wheel. If it's real, you say power up. If it's not, you say power off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lenny? I think okay? I got it. I think I got it. Okay, cool. Okay. There's a lot of the, doing an amount of nodding that it that never puts me at ease, but uh, I think I got it, Dave. Okay. I think I got it. Okay, okay. We're gonna we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out, Lenny. We're gonna start you off nice and easy. Star Wars. Wheel. Power Wheel. up. Power up, indeed. There are, in fact, dozens of games set in the Star Wars franchise, uh, but at least five that are actually just based off that first 1977 film. One point to you, Lenny. <laughs> Number two, Lethal Weapon. Uh, pizza. Yes. Power down? Power off. Power off. <laughs> so that's wrong. <laughs> But your answer is also wrong. Power (laughs) up. Uh, The Lethal Weapon video game was released for the Nintendo Entertainment System in 1992. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. The game must have sucked. I've never heard of it. I know. I know. I can't imagine that being fun at all. Yeah. I mean, getting too old for this game. Yeah. See, like, I don't want to see Mel Gibson's face in 1992 computer game graphics. If you can't give it to me in rich detail, what's the point? Uh, Number three, from 2022, The Batman. Oh, pizza. Pizza, super. Uh, Power up? Power off. No! Really? Power off. (laughs) They did not make a video game off of the last reboot 
of Batman. For a bonus point, what was the last Batman movie to have a tie-in video game? Oof. Um, it was two points. It wasn't Arkham Asylum, was it? No, it wasn't Arkham Asylum. No. <laughs> was that a movie? I don't think that um, was a movie. No, actually, I think that was a comic book. How wrong? Oh. Is there an award for most wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess we're about to find out, right? Was there a Batman Revisited? <laughs> there was not a Batman Revisited. I don't think I don't think there was a Batman revisited. <laughs> but I will tell you, the last Batman movie to have a tie-in game was Batman Begins. Begins. Uh, I knew there was Begins. a word after. <laughs> sure, of course. There often is. There was a planned game adaptation of uh, The Dark Knight from 2008, oh. but it was canceled due to major development issues. Um, as a matter of fact, basically, after the game did not release, uh, EA Games lost about $100 million in revenue Damn. for not having a game tie-in to that big hit movie. They didn't renew their license. WB Interactive took over the license. They started making the Batman Arkham games, which are not connected to any of the movies. They're much more self-contained. Uh, so there you go. I would, I, like to, like, I would like yeah. to kill your audience by saying the best Batman. I'm laying it down right now. I'm going to watch Christian's movies of mine was the television show. Thank you very much. Which one? With Adam West. Oh, the Adam West television show? Absolutely <laughs> right. That's one. That's what it should Absolutely have been. Can't right. be fun. <laughs> Absolutely right. It Things are supposed to be enjoyable. Things are supposed to be fun. <laughs> I've never what? seen that one. I just what? know they make fun of Adam West a lot on SpongeBob SquarePants. Is that terrible? <laughs> That's fine. That's all I know. It's fine. He was the best think, Batman. Sorry. He was absolutely the best Batman. It was ridiculous. ridiculous. It was campy. It was silly. It was dumb outfits. It was onomatopoeias flying across the screen when they would beat each other up. It was Famous everything actors. you need. Famous actors playing parts. Yes. Fucking Julie. Eartha Kitt. Julie Newmar. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Milton Berle. Huh. Milton Berle? Who did Milton, Milton Berle play? Louis the Lilac. Louis the Lilac, the, the the greatest screen icon of all of all time, Milton Berle. Even he took part in the, in the original Batman. Yep. See, yeah, that shit was fun. It's been no fun ever since. It's the, it's the Metallica. It's the Metallica uh, paradigm. Like it's just enjoy yourself, or, or, or otherwise I can't I can't get on board with you. Have a goddamn sense of humor. That's right. This is why I don't like Metallica. This is why, in fact, nobody likes Metallica. Uh, okay, number four. 2010's Alice in Wonderland. I'm gonna uh, uh, wheel Power yeah. Up. Power Up is correct. The game was made for PCs and the Nintendo Wii. <laughs> Man, I'm glad I didn't buzz in. I for sure had that wrong. <laughs> yeah, okay. What were you gonna say? Power Off. I didn't think well, there was a game okay. for it. You would have said the other thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there sure was. Number five, 1951's Alice in Wonderland. 1951's Alice in Wonderland. Pizza. I'm going to say yes. power off because what would that in the 50s? Like, what would that game even be? Would that just be a board game or like actual drugs you do? I don't believe it. I don't think there was a game. So, uh, power up. A game no. for the 1951 Alice in Wonderland was made for the Game Boy Color in the year 2000. Yeah. I'm just going to say the opposite of what I think from now on. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably best. I think that's probably best. No points for you. Yeah, a 1951 video game would be like uh, an abacus or operation or something. Uh, okay. Okay, number six, 1995's Bad Boys. Michael Bay. I'm going Will wheel. Smith. Power up. Martin Lawrence. Oh, Lenny, power off. A game, Bad Boys <laughs> Miami Takedown, oh. was made uh, to connect to 2003's Bad Boys 2. Oh. But 
it got bad reviews. Uh, okay. Number seven, the 1988 DreamWorks Woody Allen animated romp Ants with a Z. Um. Say wheel, power off. Power up. Come on. They made a game. Okay, as a matter of fact, for two bonus points, how many video games were made based on the movie Ants with a Z? Um, yeah. Come on, get those points. Uh, sure, why not? Let's just try it. I'll say uh, three. Three is correct. What? Yes. Whammo, and it's a tie. Yes, three. <laughs> Ants. Ants with a Z. Ants with a Z racing and Ants with a Z extreme racing. Apparently a different game made by a completely different company than Ants Racing. You know, that movie got, ants. I can remember it. That movie got like an A rating in Entertainment Weekly. And I was so excited because it was Woody Allen. My friend and I went and we, we vowed never go to another animated movie ever again. <laughs> oh my Why? God. What was wrong with it's it? It's slow. It's very slow, slow. boring. Mm. All I remember, yeah. I remember A Bug's Life, but I don't remember Ants, which tells me probably not great. Because they were probably like, not, Yeah. yeah. That was like the beginning of DreamWorks being like, do you know what people want to see? Like, um, you know, spooky CGI animation, but like famous names. <laughs> I don't care ultimately if it's, you know, Brad Pitt voicing a, a cartoon character. Like that is that does not move me in any way. You know what I mean? I'm done with animation. I can tell you yes. that. Well, there you go. <laughs> and you stuck to it. I bet you stuck to it. Because of ants. I bet you stuck to it. Did uh, does this apply to things that are largely computer generated, like Avatar? Yes, good. I, I, saw, well, that's I smart. hated the first Avatar. Thank you very much, Dave. I yeah. hated that yeah. movie. Yeah, oh, also so it, slow. I, yeah, I didn't hate it, but I forgot about it. Like it was real pretty and stuff, but I like I don't remember. How and he's gonna make. He was like, I'm gonna make five more of them. Like, oh, good luck with that, cool. buddy. Good luck with number <laughs> two. And here Great. it comes. Yes, here it comes. Yeah. All right, you, you, it's two apiece. It's a tie. We got to fight on our hands. Number eight, The Hobbit, Battle of the Five Armies. Wheel, power up. They got to have, it has to have a game. Well, guess what? No. no power off. There was a Lego The Hobbit <laughs> game based on the first two Hobbit movies, uh, but there was, okay, while there was downloadable content that you could add on for the third movie that, that was planned, it never actually happened. It wasn't canceled. Literally everybody just forgot to show up to work and make it. Uh, okay, so no point for you on that one. Number nine, The Goonies. Uh, pizza, yes. power up. Power up is correct. Yes. Your strategy of second guessing yourself <laughs> has paid off. There were, uh, in fact, several Goonies games made in 1985 and 86, as well as a sequel, Goonies 2, that served as a sequel story to the games with a totally unexplained and completely separate storyline about rescuing a mermaid named Annie. Uh, okay. And finally, number 10. This is not a true or false question. Uh, which of the Disney high school musical films had a video game adaptation? Which of the, I will say, three Disney High School Musical films had a video game adaptation? I'm going to say the second. The second. Incorrect. No. I'm just going to say the original one. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're both wrong. All three of them did. Uh. All three of them did. I cannot imagine what the storyline or what the playability of that is. But anyway, 
it happened. So, Mike, you're in the lead. You got three. <laughs> Lenny's got two. We're going straight on to the next round, which is one we are calling Questions About Puppets. The about semi-live, what? yeah, Questions About Puppets. Okay. Finally, it's your time to shine. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, okay, so the semi-live action adaptation of Disney's Pinocchio is out this week. As expected, they have made a movie about the world's most famous puppet, but they've done it in CGI. Grave insult to puppet kind. So as a corrective, as a way of of, of bigging up our puppet friends, this is a trivia round about puppets. Uh, bonus points if you incorporate into your answers any reflections on how great puppets are. So, wow, you're just giving us a full tour of your home. I don't even know if you're in your own home anymore. Did you go next door? This is like the fifth location that you've taken us to. It's completely different. The acoustics are different. The decor is different. What's going on? My, um, I'm trying to get out of the way. My uh, fiance is like going to work, but then I was like, sitting next to a fan that was really loud, but I know okay. he's going to turn that fan back on. So I moved into the bedroom. So I was like, okay, and, this will be and, really quiet. And, and I'll he just can... point out right behind you, there's a giant fan that's on. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get ready. Get ready for the toilet, Dave. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> the constantly flushing toilet. Uh, okay. So puppets, puppets, trivia about puppets. And, you know, for bonus points, reflections on puppets. <laughs> Question number one. Uh, Big Bird and Kermit the Frog both have stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, but who got theirs first? Pizza. Yes. Has to be Kermit. Incorrect. In fact, no! it does not have to be Kermit. It does have to be Big Bird. Uh, Big Bird got his star in 1984. Kermit didn't get his until 2002. Shut up. Yeah. Really? No. It's the truth. Oh my God. It. I didn't do it. I'm just saying that it's true. Um, anything we need to say about Big Bird or Kermit? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> for points, yes, I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I love the Miss Piggy and Kermit dynamic, and I'm sad that it took so long for them to create that. I for sure thought that would have been a thing. I bet it was sabotaged by Miss Piggy, who did not want to be outshined. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I bet it, it was something nefarious. Yeah, point to you. Uh, okay, number two. Which puppet who first appeared on television in 1956 during an episode of Captain Kangaroo has the rare honor for a puppet of having testified before Congress? United States Congress, that is. Um, I'm going to wheel. <laughs> how about um, yes. Howdy Doody? No, incorrect. Oh. You'll each get it. We're, we're going to get to the bottom um, of this. You're, 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 yeah. Keep, keep going. Pizza. I've yes. never seen Captain Kangaroo, so yeah. I'm just going to take a guess and say Madame Marsupial. Is that a character? Madame just... Marsupial. You know what? I bet it is. <laughs> but I don't. But no, that's not the answer. Um, okay. I'm going to give you a clue, and then you can each uh, okay. give another give another uh, uh, swing. Clue number one. It's understandable if your memory on this character is a little wooly. Oh, pizza. Yes. No, wait. Oh. Chris, I know yeah. I, it's it's like a mammoth character, isn't it? It's no. not. No. no. <laughs> God damn it. We led you astray. It can't be, no. be Snuffleupagus, <laughs> can it? It's not Snuffleupagus, no. That'd be hard to get into Congress, I would imagine. It's a, big <laughs> it's a big puppet. It's tight in there. Okay, I'm going to give you another clue. I'm going to give you another clue. Okay. When I reveal the answer, you may feel a bit sheepish. 
pizza. Is it yes. lamb chop? Mm-hmm. It's lamb no. chop! Yes! It's lamb chop. It's lamb chop. There you go. Lamb Chop gave testimony <gasps> alongside her puppeteer, Sherry Lewis. She did not leave Sherry behind uh, during an oversight <laughs> hearing on the Children's Television Act. Uh, basically, her deal was uh, children's television is a good thing. And this is open to either of you. Tell me something great about Lamb Chop. One of the point. worst puppets of all time, no? I mean, it's literally, <laughs> wow. and I'm saying like the puppeteering was fine, but like it was basically a sock with sewn on eyes. There was nothing really to that puppet. Like, yeah, it was very simple. And like, the ventriloquism was like not super great. You could totally see her lips moving. Right? Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was looking for something good about puppets. Oh, but you sorry, gave me something. No, but you gave me something real about they puppets, and sometimes that's warm. what I, what they we really keep, need. They kept Do her I, hand warm. I guess it did keep her hand warm. Two points <laughs> to you. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, number three. This is a howdy doody question. So perhaps oh. you have an edge here. Uh, I shot my howdy doody wad on that last one. That's all oh God! What a terrible <laughs> image that you've placed in my head. That's right. When I when I, when that happens, I yell howdy doody. So oh wow, man, even worse. All right, go ahead. Sorry. That's actually less gross. Uh, howdy doody coming anyway. Uh, which of these was not the name of a puppet in the Howdy Doody show? Not the name of a puppet in the Howdy Doody show. A Flubadub, B Dilly Dally, C Inspector Fadoozle, or D <laughs> Eric Pickles. I'm going Flubadub. Flubadub, incorrect. Oh, yeah. To steal. Oh my gosh. Okay, Eric Pickles is too obvious, but then I forgot the other. <laughs> Flubadub. Well, we know that's not true. Dilly Dally, Inspector Fadoozle, or Eric Pickles. I'm going to say Inspector Fadoozle. Okay. Subhat, honestly, like. <laughs> That's the one I thought it was. It's got to no. be Eric Pickles. Come no. on. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I want to talk to you about <laughs> your relationship to your own instinct because it's often correct. And then I think you send yourself down a maze of mirrors. As soon as she said and it, I'm you like, were the wrong place. Uh, the answer was Eric Pickles. The answer was the obvious one, Eric Pickles. Oh Eric Pickles God. is actually a British politician who served as Secretary of State for <laughs> Communities and Local Government from 2010 to 2015. So no Was it to a you. puppet government? I don't know. It understand. was a puppet government. <laughs> Woo! It was a puppet government. Um, bonus points for either of you. You can tell us something great about Howdy Doody and not about him jizzing. <laughs> Um, I think it's great that Howdy Doody doesn't jizz. I think that's a positive. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. This I think is, that's exactly this right. This is before us, Dave, Howdy Doody. Oh, right? it's well before us. Well before us. Yeah. <laughs> and like, he had nice yeah. dimples, those little dots on his face. I guess he did. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was befreckled um, and basically terrifying. As, as all so. children's shows were back in those days, like really spooky. Terrible. Point to you, Subha. Uh, Number four. Jeff Dunham is somehow the only ventriloquist to have made the Forbes list of top 10 highest earning comedians. But which of these is a real puppet? So now we're looking for the real one, not the fake one. The real one. Which of these is a real puppet he has used in his act? A, Sid the Sock. B, Jose Jalapeno on a Stick. That's it. Pizza. That's yeah. It was. It's number two there. The, the jalapeno on a stick. My friends love that 
that silly puppet. I won't disparage his puppet, but yeah. They, I mean, that jalapeno on a stick is a big thing. My friend would at work would talk about, you got to see this jalapeno on a stick. I'm like, no, I do not. Uh, <laughs> what what does it do? What's its no, deal? What's its, it's deal? Like it's it's the uh, I want to say Mexican character. Like, mm. I, I mean, I think that's safe. But what yeah. is it? What else happens? He he's he's vile, you know, or he's uh, sassy. I don't know. <laughs> I guess he's sassy. I guess he's probably sassy. <laughs> um, for a bonus point. Don't tell me anything good about Jeff Dunham. Oh, bonus point for the both of you. Terrific. <laughs> okay. Uh, number five. True or false? Most Muppets are left-handed. Um, I'm going to go pizza. Yes? I'm going to say false because uh-huh. for whatever reason, people are really creepy about things being left-handed. And they're like, it's the devil. So mm. why would they? It's the why devil. Why would you? You know, I watched you. I watched you fight with your instinct there. Do I trust it? Do I not trust it? What's the thing? Am I supposed to go with my first or not? Uh, In that case, I'm not exactly sure which instinct you should have gone for, but you were wrong. Uh, Because most puppet, most Muppeteers, like most people, are left are right-handed, so they use their right hands to operate the body and the head, and their left hands to move the Uh... Muppet hands. Uh, So you're incorrect. Uh, For bonus points, tell me great things about the Muppets in general. Oh, man. Uh, the Muppets are great. I love all of the Muppet movies. They're so amazing. Um, so Muppet Christmas, the Ebenezer Scrooge one that just came out. Classics. Absolute classics. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The TV show was classic. And those two guys just sitting up in the balcony. Oh, Shitting on everything. Of. I was like, this yeah. is the, these two guys. I want to hang with these two guys. They were Absolutely. great. <laughs> Shaped That's my, my worldview. Yeah. There's no They're doubt made. about that. And you know, yes, point to you, Lenny, on that one for pointing out Stadler and Waldorf. Uh, yeah. And you know, yes, the movies uh, are absolutely terrific, especially the first one, which I saw, I guess I must have seen when I was like eight years old or something like that. Like, it doesn't have a happy ending. They don't get anything they want. Like, they build this theater and it falls down and they're just like, ah, oh, okay, well, I guess we'll do something else. And that, like, what a fucking, what a lesson for kids. I love that. I love it's so it. dark. It's, yeah. it's, it's like really a- dark. The it's original really parasite. I like this. Nobody it is wins. Kind of the original parasite. Nobody wins. They're locked in a struggle for the rest of their lives. And you have to find the beauty in that. I loved it. Uh, and great songs. Uh, okay, number six. You can both answer this. I will award the prize to the one who gets it closest to the pin. No prices right here. No, no disqualification for going over. How many siblings does Kermit the Frog have? Now, to clarify, we are going from the answer that Kermit the Frog gave to Larry King Live, uh, who is also operated by puppeteers in 1994. (laughs) How many siblings does Kermit the Frog have? Closest wins. Anybody can jump in. I'm going going 27. And you say two? Uh, I'm going to say 100. 100. (laughs) Super. Good instinct. 4,000 is the correct Damn, answer. that's crazy. It's I crazy. thought he was going to make some joke about tadpoles, and yeah. I was just like... <laughs> well, that's the thing. There's a lot of tadpoles, right? And they, you know, yeah. so there you go. Okay, wow. We have got ourselves a game. Mexican pizza and Suba are ahead <laughs> by one with eight. Wheel of Fortune, and it's changing for the worse, are just behind with seven. Thank you, Lenny. Uh, okay, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back with more Troubled Waters real soon. elephants right-handed? 
What's the middlest size in the universe? What is the history of fan fiction? Let's find out together on our show, Let's Learn Everything, where we learn anything and everything interesting. My name's Caroline, and I studied biodiversity and conservation. My name's Tom, and I studied computer science and cognitive blah, 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 blah. Mm, Did you? <laughs> <laughs> and my name's Ella, and I studied stem cells and regenerative medicine. On our show, we do as much research as you would for a class, but we don't get in trouble for making each other laugh. And we get to say f- <laughs> Maybe not in the trailer. Subscribe to Let's Learn Everything every other Thursday on Maximum Fun. Oh my god, we're back. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. <laughs> With us are Suba Agarwal and Lenny Marcus. Our next round is called Game Show the Game Show. Clerks 3 releases in theaters next week. Please don't have a video game adaptation. I can't take that much. <laughs> uh, it joins the long... Can that guy take a normal photograph? He can't. Like, have you ever seen... Like, anytime he's photographed, he's making some dumb face. He's yep. been famous for like three decades now. You can stop it. Just for that. Just fucking stop it. You can wear a pant that goes all the way down to the ankle if you want. You can wear a shirt with a collar and you can just give a nice smile. Kevin Smith. God almighty. Uh, odds guy. on this movie being good, Dave. Oh, uh, expressed as a percentage? Yeah. Um, it's 5% maximum. You? Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. The first one you got lucky with, next two, you're really pushing. And, and the, the first, like, the thing is, you look back at that first one after, like, a year or two, like, once, once this sort of revolution in independent cinema was over, you look back at it, and it's like, nobody can act. Uh, it's, it's not, it's not great. It's not that great. Um, and then he's just been a filmmaker who's delighted with himself ever since. And if I have to hear <laughs> one more thing about his wife's taint, I'm going to That's move to a non-English speaking country <laughs> and stay there. All right. Anyway. Uh, okay. So we here at Troubled Waters have decided that we, as a game show, made a game show game about game shows. So for this round, we are playing you a series of audio puzzles that are the hints to the names of famous game shows. Sometimes they spell it out. Sometimes it's more conceptual. We're just going to find our way through this together. We'll play the clues. When they are done playing, you buzz in with your buzzing words. Tell us what the name of the show is. Okay. Number one is in two parts. Let's hear the first. We are family. Okay. Number two. Wheel. Wheel. Family Feud. Lenny got in there. The Family Feud, that is correct. That was an easy one. These will not get any easier. Number two is in two parts. Let's hear the first. These are the amazing Lee press-on nails. They press on in seconds. Okay, part two. Mm, See? See, we're not so cocky now, are we? (laughs) Huh. Let's talk about what we heard. I'll go. Wheel. Yep. Mm -hmm. Press your luck. Press your luck uh, is correct. Press on nails. Uh, She's so lucky. She's a star. Okay. Very good. Very good. Number three. Hey, we're all going to Hollywood. You want to come with us? Hollywood? And number two. Wheel. Hollywood right, square. Number two. <laughs> this is a square. Can you guess which spot that goes the in? square. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yep. He jumped the gun, but I'm sorry. Oh, I have to wait. I didn't know that was not. Yeah, that was not I prefer if you wait. I prefer if you wait. I mean, I guess there's really no hard and oh, fast sorry. rules. As we're learning in America right now, there's really no such thing as law. So do as you 
number four is in two parts. Alrighty, wheel, supermarket sweep. Yep, supermarket sweep. Oh, is God damn it. Okay. That's my show. I can't get that show. Oh uh, of, if that's, well, my God, that's exactly right. Yeah, I was the executive <laughs> producer of that show. If I can't get that, I'm. Oh, oh my shit. God. Oh, my God. Are, are, it, will there be more? Uh, no. No? Oh. Nope. No comment. No. I'm sorry. That was really it's fun. Okay. I loved Leslie on that. It show. was great. We just had a little love. So we mutually parted ways. Mm, good okay. Way okay that's a shame Here, yeah, here's my fun. here's my note you didn't ask me for it but here's my note um the uh the calling of the sweep um should have been in like honey badger video style you know what I mean? oh he's going for the hams he didn't he didn't give a shit you know I mean? it was like it was good it was good leslie was great but it was it felt very respectful i wanted i wanted to make fun of those people a little bit more oh <laughs> would, that was the whole thing i would have loved to make fun of them but you know they were trying to not do that Oh, was, God. Uh, there was a lot of stuff, Dave, we could have collaborated on. Okay, cool. I, I'm happy to have that conversation and release it as bonus <laughs> material or not. Or not. I love watching those old episodes on like Buzzer or, you know, Netflix or whatever. Because here's the thing. You can look those people up. Like those old contestants, you can look them up because they're like all on LinkedIn. And they're oh, all shit. like accountants and shit in Irvine. We and, had them uh, back. We had them back. We had them come back and play again. We had a couple of them come back each season. We had one or two to come back and play again. Oh and some of them just failed the final sweep and whatever. And then a girl and her, she had a daughter. Uh-huh. And then her, she brought her daughter back and her and her daughter won. So oh. it, was, it was amazing. Wow. What a beautiful and powerful redemption story. <laughs> In the supermarket aisles. Just love that. Just mm. your kid playing out your failed dreams again and, and again. Want, now you, in supermarket suite. Yes. If you watch our show and that show, the supermarket we built was about 10 times the size. So Yes. Yeah. It was giant. You need to be in shape. Was, yeah. <laughs> I loved the reboot of that show. It was so obviously a labor Thanks. of pure love. I tried. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, listen. <laughs> it's fucking network TV is impossible. Yeah. Uh, number five. In two parts. Walk like an Egyptian. It's a bit high concept. So we heard, we heard somebody rifling through some some papers that could be could be cash, could be uh, any number of things, and then and then we went to Egypt. Oh, what's that something oh, pyramid game? Yeah, uh, $100,000 pyramid. Well, I mean, you did set it up for him to knock it down, didn't yes. you? <laughs> I would have gotten a $100,000 pyramid. I knew there was a pyramid game, but yeah. I had no idea. But here's the thing. <laughs> and and we money? would have taken any because there's 10000 there's 25000 there's 100000 but uh, yeah, it, we'll we'll accept any pyramid, any uh, a pyramid in any dollar amount. But point to Lenny. Uh, okay, number six. Uh, there's just one clip for this one. I mean, if the rate's attractive. Uh, pizza. Let's yeah. make a deal. Mmm, boy, is that close? But that is not oh, no. the purely objective thing. I guess if the rate's attractive, the rate. If the, if the rate is attractive. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I'll just play some music while we're thinking. Dun, 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 dun. 
Uh, I got it. That's, yep. You gave it to me. If the price is right. The price is right. What? Oh, shit. <laughs> it <Okay>. is correct. <laughs> but let's make a deal. Honestly, I'm going to give you a point for that, too, because that also <laughs> kind of applies. Uh, okay. Uh, number seven is in two parts. Let's hear it. How much you want to bet? That was the first part. With his life, we both know that's absurd, sir. Now, this is okay. an old one. Yeah, I got you it. You may have an advantage. We, yeah, you bet your life. Uh, you bet your life. Ah, uh, okay. I have no idea what that is. You bet your life is correct. I barely <laughs> they, know what that is. They brought it back, though, Suva. They brought it back with Jay Leno hosting. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nobody watched no. it, apparently. Oh, no. <laughs> What's the deal? What What did they oh, do? What was that? I've seen those posters, and he's like, has his arms crossed or something, and he's wearing jeans. I think I remember well, seeing the posters. <laughs> and he's wearing jeans on his top as well, which is always wild. <laughs> uh, what, were the, what was the deal with You Bet Your Life? Uh, say the magic word, win $100. You know, like, it was oh. just, it was Groucho. Oh, right. Wasn't it? Sure. That's it? Yeah, you bet your life. Yeah, it's just an so. interview show, and if you said the magic word, you <laughs> get money. And it was just He's... Groucho being funny. That's all it was. Jay Leno is really our modern day Groucho Marx, isn't he? <laughs> well, he thought so. <laughs> okay. Number eight is our final one. It is, it's a little more conceptual, it's a little harder. So we're going to make this one worth three points. Number three. Who do you love? Number four. And number five. Okay. I have two. I have two in my head. I'm gonna go wheel. I'm gonna go mm -hmm. dating game. Ooh. It's the other one. <laughs> Smart. But it may be the other one, Suba. I have no idea. Okay, so but let's 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 talk through it. <laughs> we've we've had a series okay, of questions. So what's going on? And uh -huh. then why can't we be friends? Um, it, yeah. So I what? Why? <laughs> what? Why? Um, where? Um. The only thing I know is <laughs> this is not right. The only thing in my head is where in the world is Carmen San Diego? But that well. has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, it's also a question, I suppose. I like that game show. <laughs> Lenny, what was the other one that was in your head? And the only other one in my head is like Love Connection. No. It's, no? Uh, it was Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Because who, oh, where, why, where, where what? Oh, uh, why? Okay. Yes. Questions? Yes. I told you it was very... conceptual. It's good. Fault. That was it's good. Not your fault. That's not your fault. Okay. <laughs> My God, that was that was a barn burner of a round. At the end of it, Lenny is in the lead with fourteen. Wheel of Fortune's uh, unpopular changes are have a strong claim on the story of the next couple of weeks. Subhan Mexican Pizza just behind with uh, nine. But we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back with our final round for all the marbles. After this. <laughs> Are you ready to binge watch something old? The Greatest Generation is a podcast about Star Trek by a couple of hosts a little bit embarrassed to even have a Star Trek podcast. Hosted by me, Ben Harrison. And me, Adam Pranica. We get into the critical, the technical, the science fictional aspects of the show we love. 
while roasting it and each other at the same time. We've completed an entire series about Star Trek The Next Generation and another one about Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and we've just begun Star Trek Voyager. So now is a great time to start watching a new Star Trek series with us. So subscribe to The Greatest Generation on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts and become a friend of DeSoto today. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am Dave Holmes. With us are Subha Agarwai and Lenny Marcus. It is time for a game we're calling Fake a Feud. The internet went absolutely wild this week with speculation about whether or not Harry Styles spat on Chris Pine at a screening of their new movie in Venice. And then, of course, everyone's on Twitter talking about how long the standing ovations were. Who cares? <laughs> Who wants to clap that long? And what does it mean? Anyway, Styles and Pine have been forced to deny uh, through that, through their uh, reps and, and PR people that anything bad happened. Uh, will the story keep going? I sincerely hope a video of Harry Styles' rep spitting on Chris Pine's rep will emerge at some point. But in the meantime, <laughs> we will have a go at creating some spicy celebrity feuds ourselves. I'm going to give you the names of some A-listers. I will give you to uh, give them to you. You will get one. You don't have to buzz in. Uh, the, the one that I give you will be purely yours, and I want you to make up a feud between them. Tell me what the feud is about, when it started, uh, what actions this feud is being manifest through. Subai, you are up first. What is the beef between Tom Hanks and Keanu Reeves? You have <laughs> okay. one minute starting now. Okay, so the beef between Tom Hanks and Keanu Reeves is um, who is the best action hero of all time. Mm, uh, Tom Hanks believes he can defeat any conflict just with like goodwill and personality mm. and uh, common folk wisdom. Keanu Reeves prefers to use his fists. Um, it's mm. very much a mix-match conflict resolution style, and they don't like the messages they're promoting. So, um, yeah, Tom Hanks decided to um, leave uh, to kill Keanu Reeves' dog, like in the oh. movie John Wick, to really send a message. <laughs> Be like, this is what your actions have wrought. This is the violence you welcome. Uh, so yeah, there's actually a warrant out for Tom Hanks' arrest. Good Lord, what did Keanu do back? <laughs> um, Keanu sent him a eaten box of chocolates and told him this is what would happen to your family. So it's a very intense <laughs> Like an eaten box of chocolates? Yeah, he's like, this is, I'm going to also gonna eat, eat your family. <laughs> yeah. Eat your family like very, so many chocolates? It's very, yeah, it's very fucked up. <laughs> I didn't realize Keanu would go there, but if you say so. Um, where was their like most famous like run-in face-to-face? Um, at an Applebee's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Um, well, it was uh, very much, Keanu was like, why did you kill my dog? And then Tom Hanks uh, slapped him with a fajita platter and the oh. police were called. A sizzling one? Yes, sizzling. Oh it was God. Savage. Peppers flying? <laughs> I mean, hot cheese everywhere. Mm. Knocking over pina coladas. It was terrible. Okay, you have just a few more seconds. Who can step in and resolve this once and for all? Uh, Barbara Streisand, oh, for yeah, sure. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't think that needs explanation. I think no. that's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> Doesn't sound like we're going to get one. So good. Okay. Yes. Wow. Wow. Eight points for that answer. Oh, you gave good. specifics. You gave uh, movie plots and titles. You revealed Keanu Reeves to, uh, to be, you know, part Hammer Family Cannibal. <laughs> um, and you gave us, um, you know, 
a note of hope at the end, which I think is really important. <laughs> the Muppets didn't do it. Uh, number two is for you, Lenny. Tell me about the feud between Billie Eilish and the Pixar lamp. Your minute starts now. Oh, my God. It all started on social media, of course. As all where, these things do. Of course. And the Pixar lamp was like, I have more followers than you, Billie. <laughs> and she's like, listen, I don't want to be a bad guy, but so I'm going to come over there and turn you off permanently. And that's where it started. Okay. Yeah. And then they just went at, you know, just went back and forth. And, you know, it was when they fought, Billy Eilish rolled on top of the Pixar lamp and it was lights out. And, it, and then from that point on, it was just, you know, all you see is just a big black outfit with blonde hair covering this lamp. And it was like a shade, lampshade. So, so I'm like, I'm lampshading like you. She's just trash talking that she's black. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it was like a wrestling move. Just Yeah, now. it was a wrestling. It, it was the yeah. wrestling. And this happened at the Grammys, just so you know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Red carpet, like on stage? Where? No, on stage. Jesus the Pixar Christ. lamp was the one. They, look, the Pixar lamp doesn't have a lot of gigs. So she was <laughs> doing a lighting. She was lighting, but she was like giving the, like the Pixar lamp finger. And so Billy Ash, you give me that again. Lamp finger. And then told her to get off. Just kept getting her, you know, to get, giving a light like a comedian, kept getting off. And she was like, that's it. Reached up, grabbed it off the thing, and then they rolled around on the stage. I don't know. Did you guys see that one? I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> but like, who ultimately is going to stop them from, you know, causing further damage to one another? Duh, Will Smith. Oh. He comes up <laughs> and he's like, hey, did we learn nothing from my incident? And then separated them both. And the rest is history. No. Wow. We move on in life. That is your time. That is your time. (laughs) Nobody's been canceled, just so you know. Wow. Good. Thank God. Can't take any more of it. I hate this. Cancel culture we're living in. Uh, You get uh, six points for that one. Um, Yes. What, like, how better to extinguish the light of the Pixar lamp than by the billowing opaque fabric of a Billie Eilish outfit on, Mm. on a stage? And certainly Will Smith would be the one to uh, to step in and then do a video about it in like an Ikea showroom. What the fuck was that video? <laughs> what was that video? What was that room? What was that weird room that no one's ever been in? All right, you each get one more. This is a, uh, a speed feud round. Uh, so uh, tell me about the tensions between Clippy the Paperclip from Microsoft Word and Hillary Clinton. 30 seconds starting now. Um, so many tensions. Number one, Clippy warned Hillary Clinton about her emails. He's like, are you sure you want to save this on this server? And Hillary Clinton said yes. And then when Clippy came back around, Hillary refused to apologize. He's like, you cost us the election. Look at what happened to our democracy. And Clippy has become alt-right now. So (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. That's great. It's always the ones with no genitals that end up becoming alt-right. That's right. First sock puppets, now this. First sock puppets and now this. All right, well done. You got. I don't know how many points I gave you, but you got a few. Uh, okay, <laughs> Lenny, uh, speed feud. What's going on between celebrity chef Gordon Ramsay and, on the Muppet tip, famous gourmand, the Cookie Monster? <laughs> well, you know, the chef Gordon Ramsay has accused him of being a one-hit wonder, and the Cookie Monster's like, one-hit wonder, I'm iconic, you idiot. And so if you think Gordon Ramsay can yell at people, the cookie monster is like, I will just get it. Just shove him straight into that giant mouth. Like you can shove anything, just shove him straight in there and shat him out like chocolate chips. That's all I'm saying. 
Howdy doody jizzing, Cookie Monster <laughs> shitting. That's what you've Sorry. given us. Sorry to go, blue. That's hour. the only imagery I'm bad at. I don't know. You, you have to go, Blue. He's the Cookie Monster. <laughs> there you go. What? <laughs> Give it to her. Do you know what? Perfect. Do you want to know what? Perfect. How about this, Suba? I give you a bonus point for that one. And that makes the result a tie. Oh, you guys. I give it to her. I, wow. My hat's off to great lines. It's a tie. It's a tie. Also, Lenny, I think like more like Gordon Ramsay would not be like, because we all know nothing really actually goes down there. He just sort of gnashes things up with his jaw and then spits them out. So, I, you know, like he's, he kind of just masticates and then that's all that really happens. Right? I think you're probably I've never seen right. That. I've never seen the man swallow is all I'm saying. Okay, yes, uh, 22 points apiece for you guys. Congratulations. I love it when things end in a tie, especially with two excellent competitors such as yourself. I've heard th- things are dropping, fans are going, That's cats are meowing. Cat. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Listen, we keep it loose. We keep it loose. But now, my friends, it is time for plugs. Let us know what you are working on and then to offset that Ego karma. Tell us something someone else made that you want the world to know about. Uh, Subha, I'll start with you. Um, okay, so my album Dog Show is available now. So, um, or depending on when this comes out soon, just go to the letter s-comedy.com. Uh, you'll find all my album information there. And then um, something somebody else is working on that I want everyone to know about. Um, I would say... <sighs> trying to remember which of my friends just had something come out. I think Nori Davis probably just had an album come out because he always has an album coming out. Uh-huh. So make sure you check out Nori's album. Awesome. Thank you. Lenny. Um, I I have a, a podcast myself called with Leslie Jones from SNL and Supermarket Sweep and all that fame. It's called The Fuckery. And you can find us at, at fuckerypodcast.com and it's F-C-K-R-Y podcast we took out the vowels you know for the kids it's like dky <laughs> and <It's> yeah <laughs> that's right it's classic and uh on social media you can find me at lenny marcus nyc or performing back in new york city when i'm feeling good about that at the comedy cellar mostly um somebody else a good friend of ours super nosard zarner garg uh oh. just shot her uh special and you will be hearing a lot of Zarna Garg in the next year. So look for Zarna. That name's going to be everywhere in about, you know, six months to a year. You'll see. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks. You Hell guys. yeah. I am Dave Holmes. Uh, my uh, investigative podcast, Waiting for Impact. All 10 episodes are out right now. Go ahead and binge it at your leisure. And I would like to bring your attention to uh, another podcast that just came out within the last month. Uh, It's a podcast version of the YouTube series, What Makes This Song Stink? Uh, It's got (laughs) Pat Finnerty who explores uh, why... Uh, certain songs are terrible with special guests. Uh, Maximum Fun's own Jordan Morris was just on talking about the song Miserable by Lit. It was a, a really entertaining hour. And I am about to go on in a couple weeks, but I'm not going to tell you what my song is until <laughs> the episode drops. Uh, what makes this song stink? Suba Agarwal, Lenny yes. Marcus, thank you for playing Troubled Marcus. You there with the headphones. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next time on Troubled Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Supa Agarwal make a noise. Woo! Woohoo! Lenny Marcus! <laughs> Nobody goes there. Nobody ever goes there. Thank you.
Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. And our producers are Christian Duenas. Woo-woo! And Laura Swisher. <laughs> and we all love you. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.